just want to check up on you. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Friends for friends. In 1979, Jim Henson sat on a log in a Florida swamp, pondering how to make the maximum amount of people on the planet Earth happy. He sat on that log for 30 days and 30 nights, strumming a banjo and humming. At the end of it all, at the end of it all, he had only three really strong ideas. One was an idea for a new type of corn. Another for a boldly styled wig for David Bowie. And third was a movie starring Jason Segel and a myriad of animal puppets. The Muppet movie is a prequel to said movie. Feels like. Hey, this is Aaron. Hey, guys, it's Jared, and welcome to the Soda Society podcast. Uh, welcome back to the Soda Society. Now we're gonna talk about the movie. Sip, sip, sip. Spoilers ahead. Thanks for joining us, and bye. <laughs> I've seen detergents that leave a better film than this. Oh! <laughs> this is the Soda Society season two. Hey. Season two. Season two. Dos. Dos. One, two. I don't. Do I you don't know, know what an, Do you know French? Uh, wait, Japanese. Ni. Haha. San. No, uh, three. Chi. Hana. Dur. Se. Ne. I'm doing oh, Korean. Dude. Yeah, that's yeah. Korean. I'm Korean. <clears throat> it's been a while. It's hard to do this, huh? The Korean or the podcast? The podcasting part. Oh, what, about the, the, what about the Korean part? The Korean part's always been difficult. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. It's always been a struggle. Yeah. How do you... You're just... <laughs> if you have something to say, just say it. I don't really have anything to say. Well, welcome to Soda Society Season 2. Yeah. You didn't weird. even introduce yourself. People this, are thinking like, oh, listen... Look, here's strangers here are three strangers what are these strangers doing okay this is the this is me aaron fantastic um i'm jared Lindsay, and i'm john and we're soda society i guess i guess yeah okay Stop looking at me like you want some kind of approval. We are like you're doing a great job. Just be you. We Just are <laughs> off to such a good start. I I don't think I've ever felt anything we, rockier. So so we had a meeting about two weeks ago where we were like, okay, like season two like why are we doing this like we gotta and then we were like we just no, want to no, make no. a better set the scene, John. We scene. decided to have this meeting at nine o'clock on oh, a weekday yeah. night at Denny's. At Denny's. We come in, just three average-looking Joes, service. Yeah. Only saw the waitress once, which I guess is great because she didn't want to hear about she hated stupid us. podcast. Yeah. The people next door at the she next like table. She, like, gave us the check, like, earlier. Yeah. In the middle like, of the meal, she's like, to. you guys need to go. And then we stayed for another two hours talking yeah. about a stupid podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. And it's... And here we are. Yeah. This is the quality season, this you is, guys. This is... Quality season. Quality. Quality. Amazing. Hey, it can only go up from here. You know, I like that attitude. Yeah, I like it. Start lukewarm. And that's what Kermit would better. say, right? That's what Kermit would say. So, okay, so we're doing some things to change the format up. Basically, we're going to tell you guys about the, the, the first. We're going to give you guys like the movies in threes, basically. So we're going we're gonna to announce our first three movies here on the first podcast. So you can watch at home. And give us your thoughts via uh, the new. Uh, we have new segments and such and such and such, but um, 
Yeah, do we want to go over the first three movies? Well, they obviously know the first movie, which is... The Muppet Movie! Woo! Yeah, we can go over the next two. Yeah. yeah. Um, next week's movie, after The Muppet Movie, is going to be also a film by Jim Henson, um, known as The Labyrinth. Yes. Actually. Wow. Actually, it's just The Labyrinth. Not the labyrinth. That's true, Jared. Labyrinth. We don't like any pesky articles running yeah. about. Yeah, we don't need those articles. Yeah, stay away, you newspapers. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Starring David Bowie and oh, I forget the girls. Jennifer name. Connelly. Yeah, Jennifer Connelly, who's amazing in that movie. I haven't seen it yet, so she is um, so great. And then we also have my movie, My Neighbor Totoro, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so we just wanted to sort of have like these chunks of like, uh, of, of episodes that sort of represent something to us. So this first chapter I would like to call it is the, is the Aaron, you came up with the title, right? Well, I had yeah options. Yeah. I put the, put them on the thing. Did you I just, did. Ha- I just saw one option last time. Oh, did you put another option? I put them up a couple of days ago. Okay. Um, but the option you saw was yeah. wishes and whimsy. I was, I did not agree to that. <laughs> Oh, there's so much fantasy friends, friendship, fantasy, friendship and fantasy, or how I made up my own friends. <laughs> how I made up my own. It's so it's so wordy, but I love it. That's got to be it, right? How I made up my own friends. So the first three uh, movies. There's two parts to that title. Friendship and fantasy, or how I made up my yeah, own friends. Friendship and fantasy, comma, or how I made up my own friends. That's you amazing. ridiculous. It's like a. It's like a Birdman type thing. Yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a melodrama. Yeah. That's that's what this podcast is. A melodrama. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So we have that coming up. And we have something new where you, the listener, can interact with us, the guys of the Soda Society. The boys. There's something new called the Fizz Feed. Um, and basically, it's an email we're sending up. Fizz Feed soda at gmail.com where you can send us your thoughts about the movie and we'll read them aloud in our episode and and we're just gonna and then we'll be commenting on them they could be questions about the movie they could be thoughts hot takes you know questions anything and for this one we sort of like for the first like two or three episodes we're just gonna grab you know so we're gonna grab fizz feet stuff from like our friends we're gonna ask them specifically for fizz feet stuff just to see it in effect um, during the conversation. Yeah, we, we're we not... I mean, it's going to be... It's not going to be smooth sailing for It's going to be season. messy. Oh, it's going to be... It's, it's going to be really be so messy. messy. Like, we're we're working on a format. We're trying yeah. to get it down and polished. But um, this is the first time we're trying to do it. And um, Aaron didn't even have the freaking intro ready to go until two seconds before... Speaking of intro... We started. Speaking of things, how's the Patreon coming along? Oh, the Patreon is going swimmingly, meaning I haven't started it yet. However, we do have the ideas for it um, in the works, you guys. Really quick. Aaron looks like some kind of white-ass Dalai Lama with his blanket (laughs) set up. Yeah. He's got the white collared shirt, the at-peace face, the comb-over hair. (laughs) Aaron was like, who who does he think he is calling me this? And then he saw a picture of himself. And now he knows. Now he knows just how real it'll be up on socials. <laughs> just you extra. look so at peace in this photo. Like no, that's so true. You, you have this or look high. That's, it could be either. 
Nate you really have this look that's like, I get it. I get it. <laughs> this is another 10 <laughs> weeks of misery. <laughs> Boy. I get it. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, it should. we should be getting the hang of admitted season. Um, the Patreon, the Fizz feed, all of that stuff will come into fruition sometime during the course of this season. We'll let you know. We'll let you know. Yeah, we'll keep you guys updated and keep the show going. Mm-hmm. Whether you you guys Whether want, you it, want or not. it or not, yeah, so oh, yeah, man. it's it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a wild season, full of tumbles and hot takes and hot takes and falls, falls, straight falls, many guys. falls, many horrible, damaging falls, mistakes, mistakes. All right, can we get off of this? Yeah, let's <laughs> stop talking about this and talk about <laughs> what we're here for. We're we're talking about movies, yeah, right, or just things we watched. Yeah, so yeah, what you if we we've been gone for about a month? What did you guys watch in that time? You know, between the seasons. It's a great question. Great question. Aaron, you want to start us off? <laughs> um, well, let's see. Jared shared the mic with me because this is Aaron's episode, <laughs> and he's. He's so sickly. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, he's sick. All right. Yeah. Um, I watched a movie called Shoplifters. It's a Japanese movie, correct? Yes. Yes. <laughs> By Hirokazu yes. Koreeda. Yeah, Incredible. I forgot his name. Um, mm-hmm. but it's was, it was really good. It's really touching. Really sort of heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's still around you, it's sort of a limited release because it's a smaller movie, but. It, if you can catch it, go catch it. You'll cry. You, you'll shed. you shed a tear. You know. Who'd you watch it with? Oh, I'm sorry. I watched it with my good friend John Kim. Wow. And my shameless plug. <laughs> and my brother and and a uh, frequent guest Thomas Miller. Oh, Thomas Miller! Yeah. Ow! 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 Bow! Bow! Don't you dare do another noise. Okay, so I watched also Shoplifters with Aaron. Who'd you watch it with? With my good friend Aaron Miller. Oh, and longtime guest Thomas Miller. Yikes. Basically, I did not watch a single movie in the month. Aside from the Muppet movie with these two idiots, <laughs> just to get that abundantly clear, but not with you. Oh, wait, yeah, oh, yeah. but not with you guys. No. We don't have to watch it with you, yeah, you just watch it. No, I know, yeah, but I was just gonna, <laughs> yeah, so okay, I saw Beale Street. <laughs> Beale Street was really good. Great. I thought Beale Street was really great. It's by Barry Jenkins, and it's just like this like love story, but it's a James Baldwin love story, and I don't know, it just felt like so like heavy like i watched it and then like as the credits were rolling i was like did i leave my car in the 45 minute <laughs> parking car parking parking spot and i was like oh man <sighs> i'm dealing with like the rising anxiety mounting from that but also just like these like really wholesome like like life lessons from Barry, you know, from from Mr. Jenkins, you from know, Mr. Jenkins. Yeah, and it was it was really wonderful. It's really wonderful. And James Baldwin. And James Baldwin. 
How could I forget? How could I forget Mr. Baldwin? Mr. Baldwin. Barry and James, you know, they're always coming through. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I saw uh, Beale St- If Beale Street Could Talk also, and James Baldwin is like one of my favorite authors. He has written so much amazing uh, works. In fact, there was... And there was somebody I think I was at work who I was talking to about Beale Street and she was like what's your favorite movie at the moment and I'm like if Beale Street could talk sounds like it's a really good film you should watch it and she goes oh yeah that one and I go what and she's like I don't want to watch a movie that's just about sex and I was like so as somebody who saw the movie I can tell you that it's nothing like that and she was like well I saw the trailer and I was like okay fair you saw the trailer this This is some chick at work Uh, i'm pretty sure it was just some person i don't know who she was she was a stranger was she white yes that's i that doesn't matter um already putting the race card like aaron miller Miller. starting off strong this season (laughs) um but she was like yeah if it's just a movie fully about sex then it might as well be a porno and i was like I don't understand where all of this aggression is coming from for this movie. <laughs> like, I get it. They show that there's that they're intimate during the trailer. But watch the movie. Like, you can you can you can say that after you watch the film and you think, oh yeah. Okay, then it's just all sex. There's only one sex scene in the film. It's a very short scene. It's very, be- it's really well done and it, very beautiful. Yeah, and it's a, it's incredible. The whole movie is centered around these two people's love for each other, and um, yeah, she wasn't having it. I can't bring sex into my romance. <laughs> I was like, I was like, don't show okay. me that. Okay, lady. Um, but yeah, what else came out? I saw the Dragon Ball Z film with my friend Matt. Hey. What a time. It was okay. Um, it actually what did was, really well. What was that one? Was that one about sex? No. Uh, coming in hot. Coming in hot. Yeah, more ways than one, ladies and gentlemen. Wow. Um, no. Strangely enough, Dragon Ball Z that week was the number the number three top grossing movie in the in the country. But that's because there was nothing else out. It, it came out in a dead week, completely dead. No. If I remember correctly, it came out in the ho- the ho- hottest week of the, the year. Of January? And it was still number one. So, not number one. Super Saiyan awesome. God 3 level. You should see how he's editing this picture of you, by the way. It's going to be up on our social, it's you guys. Good. Check out our story. Um, Wait a second. <laughs> I just realized that they're going to check out... I can't tell them to check out this story because this, this is going to go up today. Yeah, it's not. It's not. <laughs> This episode they're going to hear in the future. <laughs> and the, that post is going to be completely gone. Yeah. <laughs> unless we decide to save it or put it up again. You guys remember that time we put up that one picture of Aaron on a story and like two people saw it? You remember that? Yeah, it's that. <laughs> um, Jeez. Did you guys see anything else? That's so good. Thanks. Have you guys seen, did you guys see anything else in the last three weeks? I saw a ballad of Buster Scruggs, which was really good. <laughs> Um, I saw opening night John Cassavetes I saw Constant Forge the documentary about John Cassavetes I saw Bandersnatch the new Black Mirror Choose Your Own Adventure thing what'd you think eh, it was alright yeah I agree uh, it was I, I thought it was really funny I think it was, some parts are just like ridiculous of just like how are they doing this and like is anyone emotional during this 
How are they doing? No. <laughs> the answer is no. Yeah. So, but I, I really like the format and I hope more people do like a choose your own Avenger kind of thing. Yeah. Did, yeah. did you guys, did you guys see that? Yeah. I thought it was, no. I thought it was just fun. Uh, it was like a fun, it was like a fun, fun, like choose your own adventure thing. It was like one of those books you read in elementary school. Yeah. That's like, Oh, flip to page 97 to read this ending. And then you die a gruesome death. I don't like choose your own adventures just because the one I read in, in elementary school was about yeah. a race, like a dirt racing rally. Uh huh. And you were go- racing through the outback of Australia. Right. And on the cover had this cool car. I was like, that's my car. But then when you, I was reading it, like it describes your car. And I was uh-huh. like, that's not the car that's on the cover. And wow. then, and then I was going, I was looking for all the options. That's like, Oh, paint your car. But no, it never comes up. And so it gets to the race. That's when you discovered like video games, right? Yeah, basically. But then it gets to the actual race. Uh-huh. And then halfway through the race, it's, I, it was like turn left or turn right. And then I chose turn right. And it was literally, the net the page was only half full and it was just you went into like a big pool of mud and sank and died what i'm like well, how am i supposed how to know you? this this dot agency that's not this well, is I mean, a like bad think about it if you're in a adventure. if you're in a death race through the australian outback where everything is designed to kill you and your your motor vehicle that's fair uh, turning left or right you don't know death comes at you man that's fair it it just it just it just comes and it won't take any prisoners it just takes you straight to hell and that's where you went as a child (laughs) aaron what would your hell look like would it just be like this setup Exactly. <laughs> just be this setup. The podcast. Setup? Yeah. Yeah. Except and, you can't leave. And instead of the soda that we that you chose today, it's just like, well, what, what, what is it? It's just like Shasta grape. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that that'd just be hell That'd for be you. Hell. Yeah. Like for right you right now. Yeah. Also, in a in a lukewarm defense of choose your own adventure stories, Aaron has a very very narrow scope of choose your own adventure stories. This is true. I only read that one. Yeah, the one. <laughs> so. I'll be honest. I don't read. Ooh, <laughs> hot take, hot take. There are two <laughs> English take, majors, two people yeah, with English degrees yeah. in the room. Ooh, hot, Ooh. spicy. I don't read either. Oh yeah, you stopped. Yeah, Aaron gave take. Aaron gave up his English major when he was like, "I'm gonna do something more productive with it. I'm just gonna work at work Disneyland." At Disneyland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, he didn't even. Yeah, he he came up to that conclusion yeah. sometime in his junior year yeah. of college. No, it was senior year. That's unfortunate. That's near the end. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's close to the same net worth, like, in the end, right? <laughs> Basically, yeah. Yeah, so, fuck it. You know, we're just... <laughs> <laughs> we're just going at it. We're just doing it. Man. Should we, should we talk about the... We probably movie? should talk about oh, the yeah, movie now. Yeah, the movie. <laughs> so, the Muppet movie. After an intro that you gave us about Jim Henson sitting on a log in a swamp for 30 days and 30 nights... I think that's where we have to start, right? Yeah, but real quick. Yeah. We are the Soda Society. Oh, yeah. So, of course, we cannot forget our soda this week. Ooh. And since I chose the Muppet movie. Yes. The reason I chose it was because it was my birthday recently. Woo! Happy birthday, Aaron! Just yesterday. (laughs) The Muppet movie is my favorite movie ever. Yes, it is. And as such, we're drinking my favorite soda ever. Classic coca-cola coca-cola baby all right let's get some of these cans on this podcast if it wasn't for coke i don't think the soda society would have been called the soda society aaron would be here today you guys aaron would he would have died in the womb 
Yeah, basically. Wow. That's tragic. Too dark. <laughs> I want to share some personal information about myself. A personal anecdote yes. related to Coke and soda. Uh-huh. So, my girlfriend and I, we bonded over our love for Coca-Cola. That was one of our first common shared traits mm-hmm. that we were obsessed with Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. But this just the other day she was showing me her old Neopets accounts. She had like five Neopets accounts. Wow. Five? When she was yeah. And one of her usernames was Pepsi Lover. Oh shit. Right? This was your first fight, right? <laughs> <laughs> almost. Almost. <laughs> almost. Crisis averted. <laughs> <laughs> Crisis averted, yeah. But yeah, that's wow. the extent of that, that personal anecdote. That is so satisfying. Yeah. Man. I can't see Jenna in the same way anymore. Oh. <laughs> uh. Oh, <laughs> to the first season, boys. To the first season. Clink, the clink, first episode clink. of season two. Yeah, there you yeah. go. But yeah, also to season one. It was just, it was pretty. Yeah, season one went well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> season two is like same quality, I guess. I mean, I think I think you gotta. It depends on who you ask. If you ask like our number one fans, um, Aaron, what do you think about season one? <laughs> <laughs> I loved I loved it. It was really fun. Yeah, it was fun. We're having fun. We're having fun. We're having fun here. We're having right? a great time, a you great guys. Great time. Great time. So it was like such a So fun fact, we watched the Muppet movie all together. Yes. The yeah. Altogether. And and it was all because of Aaron's little 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 fingers doing a little orchestration of of You describe your birthday party. Um, so my, it was at my family's house. Um, we got pizza. Um, the stage was set. The stage was set. The night was ripe. We had pizza. We had birthday cake. My mom, no. So I loved three things in this world. (laughs) Tell us the three. The Muppets. The Muppets. Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. And Spider-Man. Uh-huh. And all three of those things were heavily represented at my birthday party. They were. That they were. Because my mother friends knows me very don't well. Friends don't have a place. No, my friends Family don't have a place. Family doesn't have a place. Nope. Girlfriend does not have a place. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I only like you guys because you share com- the, You share <laughs> some common interests. Like <laughs> some. You guys. You need one of three. <laughs> yeah, you need at least one of three to be my friend. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so... Uh, my mother got Spider-Man like a table setting, Spider-Man birthday cake, and then uh, we were drinking Coke. And then it we, we literally there was no distinction between Aaron's twenty-third birthday party and a five-year-old's birthday party. Basically, to yes. be entirely if you honest, walked in, if a stranger walked in and saw the kids running around, they would be like, "Oh, whose birthday is it?" Yeah, <laughs> the kids. Yeah. yeah. So. Oh, hundred <laughs> percent. And then he'd look at us, and he and he'd be like. What are you guys doing here? <laughs> I'm disappointed. <laughs> All right, can we let's do a little recap of yesterday, right? It was literally yesterday, right? Mm-hmm. We didn't we didn't just watch the Muppet movie. No, 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 no. We watched a feature film before. A better film. No. Um, <laughs> we watched Scooby Doo Two: Monsters, Monsters Un- Unleashed. I don't want to give Jared the mic. 
at this point because he knows <laughs> way too much about this movie. So the best part about Monsters Unleashed, Scooby-Doo 2, is that Unleashed is not only referring to the monsters, but it's referring to Scooby-Doo himself. <laughs> because Unleashed can be used as a way to describe a dog on a leash. <laughs> That's the best joke you've ever made. <laughs> So we were watching this trash movie, <laughs> and just like every five, every not even I'm not gonna say five minutes. Every five seconds, Jared's like, "Here's another fact about Scooby Doo." It's Mom, an Scooby-Doo. underrated film, and then it's would, just so potent. Jared, Jared would just be giving every plot point as it happened, like it'd be like he. But the thing is, you don't be- know what's happening. At this. I'm, the mic's peaking because I'm so angry. <laughs> There were, there were literally points in time when John would be like, why is this happening? And I was there to provide all of the context <laughs> for why it was happening. When I ask the sky what's happening, I don't expect God to answer. Yeah, you expect Scooby-Doo to answer. <laughs> <No>! <laughs> or Shaggy. Shaggy-Doo. Shaggy <laughs> it was just so ridiculous. We were just watching it because Tommy put it on. And, and no one no one said anything i was just i felt like so i was in a state where i was like i i was i i, I went I, I was going home and i was talking to um our friend allison about it and i'm like yeah i feel so tired <laughs> i feel like physically like in a stupor because i don't know what just happened and i i attribute monsters unleashed to a lot of those feelings <laughs> like it was okay so just imagine like a bunch of people just watching Monsters Unleashed. We're eating pizza and like so it's our everything's heavy already. And then like one of your I think like n- nephews just kept on like oh, going under underneath my legs. Oh yeah, he, like as a tunnel. Yeah, and I didn't feel going. I didn't like being used like that. <laughs> I am no infrastructure. <laughs> I am a man. <laughs> and I'm like I don't even I don't even I don't think I know your name. <laughs> It's just, it's so potent because the kind of oppression that you felt at this child's birthday party is the same kind of oppression Scooby-Doo felt during Monsters Unleashed uh, Scooby-Doo 2. The whole time, the whole time, that dog was feeling... He oppressed. He was, Aaron. He was. By the gang. Yeah. The whole part... I'm not going to get into this. (laughs) the, The funniest part about Monsters Unleashed, and we'll leave it at this, like, no... You know, it's just, it's the second worst movie James Gunn was ever involved with. The first worst being Guardians Two, <laughs> <laughs> with Chris Pratt, which is honestly uh, more of a testament to the to the power of Scooby Doo and less to the power of um, Chris Pratt. <laughs> yeah, I would take Scooby Doo over Chris Pratt any day. Being honest, Man, yeah, that's the one thing we want to, we want to go into this season um, and have everybody of our audience being completely aware of Chris Pratt. You suck. We hate you. <laughs> this is a message for all the Chris Pratts out there. S- stop, <laughs> stop being in movie. <laughs> no, no, we give the Pratt Meister a hard time, but we love Pratt. Okay, I feel completely <laughs> indifferent to Pratt. Anyways, Aaron, Muppet away. Movie. All Can right. I ask you a quick question? Go for it. How many cans do we need to drink? 
It's like three for, it's three per for like a liter, Can't right? Just do one today. <sighs> Jesus Christ, Aaron. You guys have to leave in literally a half hour. Wow. We haven't even talked about. Okay. Two. Two cans. Okay. Oh, boy. All right. Set the scene <laughs> for the Muppet movie. All right. So the Muppet movie is about the Muppets. Kermit the Frog uh, wants to make it to Hollywood to become rich and famous. And he meets a bazillion different animal friends along the way. Um, they have wild adventures. They save people. They save themselves. But most importantly, they save each other. They save themselves. Oh, my God. <laughs> so what did you guys think of the Muppet movie? Yeah, it was all right. I love the Muppet movie. Yeah, I love the Muppet movie. <laughs> and that was our episode of the Muppet. <laughs> but no. why? So, so why? Why? I think. Oh, how about we start a discussion with, with, with a little fizz feed, right? A little fizz feed. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna read the fizz feed from. I guess who our first fizz feed, sir, correspondent is. Or, or just uh, who's our first so who's our first soda sipper contributing to the fizz feed? Take a shot in the dark. Who do you think it could possibly be? Are you asking me? Yes. You don't. We don't have time for this. Thomas Miller. Oh. All right. He sent us a little message. Hey, soda sippers! I just watched the dumbass Muppet movie, <laughs> <laughs> and I have to say, it's definitely the best road trip movie. Ooh. All right, that's a hot take. Yeah, I was gonna say best road trip movie is definitely either Brother Bear or um, American Pie road trip movie, um, but this one comes as a close third. <laughs> I don't. I. <laughs> How do you feel about that, Aaron? I think it's a very good road trip movie, um, because they have like one thing that makes the Muppet movie so magical to me is that it it does every like classic movie genre and trope that you want you know it has romance it's got thrills there's a western segment there is funny it's a musical it's heartbreaking there's noir in there too it's pretty ridiculous there's everything this movie is great because of just like Kermit the Frog's legs (laughs) Kermit the Frog's legs are the best part. Oh, undeniably the best part of the film. I they are unstoppable. It's literally part of the movie, yeah. right? It's literally a part. Just it's like, a plot device. Just like Dog it's, Hopper wants Kermit's legs, we want Kermit's legs. Yikes. Elaborate <laughs> on that thought. We see Kermit's legs at the beginning of the movie when he's riding on a bicycle. And we're like, oh, look at those scrumptious legs. <laughs> that's the entire. That's all I was thinking about while watching this movie. <laughs> yep. I'm like, when are the, when is our hero Don Hopper going to grab this frog <laughs> and cook him? Exactly. <laughs> Screw the sponsorship deal. I want frog legs. I can't even <laughs> eat them, but sure, I'll take. <laughs> so to 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 just road movie. So usually. What's crazy is like I I usually don't think I think road movies are really good when they're like it doesn't feel like episodic of like here's this happening then here's the next thing happening and it feels like very like okay here's chapter 1 chapter 2 chapter 3 but the Muppet movie does this but still just really good which is wild 
Yeah, because it's just like mm-hmm. sometimes the scenes are really short. Yeah, most of them only last three minutes, maybe. Yeah, like it's crazy economy in this film. Yeah, and it just keeps moving. Yes, like it's a it's like an hour and a half long, and it's just seventy minutes. Seventy minutes, an hour and ten, an hour and ten minutes long. And it just goes. And you get everything you need out of it in that hour and 10 minutes. I think that's where a lot of its comedy comes from, to be entirely honest. There is literal aspects where they go, why did that happen? And then they just go on to the next thing to never discuss the thing that happened before anymore. Because they're just like, oh, cool. And everything that could go right for them obviously does. Because they're the freaking Muppets. (laughs) They're not going to complicate things. And that's, it just, it's never complicated. It's never complicated. And it's just, they use every single, like, minute to, like, its utmost. Yeah. To, which is incredible. Yeah, like, easily. Whether it's, like, a really good, it's a new gag, it's introducing a new character, new character with a new gag, recurring joke, cameo, <laughs> song, like, it's all just, like, nonstop. And it's, like, there's so much in the film. So many cameos. So many. So many. That Swedish chef. <laughs> you have Beaker. <laughs> um, no, seriously, the amount, just the number of comedians in this movie that show up for less than five minutes is insane. You have names like Mel Brooks and, um, Richard, Pryor. and Richard Pryor, Steve. who sells balloons to Gonzo, which is the funniest thing in the world. He literally sells balloons to Gonzo, and then Gonzo gets taken away, and that's yeah. their that's their motivation for leaving the fair. <laughs> Steve Martin. Steve Martin. Steve Martin plays the probably. most complex character in cinema <laughs> Can you describe the scenes Steve Martin's in? Yeah, can you please? Just so, like, give me your, yeah. So, the group is on the go, and Miss Piggy is like, why don't we take a break so that I can go on a date with Kermit? So, they go to a fancy restaurant just somewhere in Ohio, and the reason I know Or is this Idaho? Because no, he's like Idaho. the it's finest Idaho, Idaho yeah, 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 yeah. wine, right? Yeah. Idaho. So they go, and then there's this what, this detail. singular waiter at the restaurant. And no other patrons. And no other patrons. <laughs> Except and, the dog who plays the piano. Yeah. And it's Steve Martin. <clears throat> and Steve Martin is just the most sarcastic. He does not want to be working there. <laughs> he's He has no fear of showing the customers that he does not want to be serving them. There's so much nuance. <laughs> And he's wearing the tiniest shorts possible. (laughs) This is the best part. (laughs) That's what complicates the character, right? (laughs) Aaron can't even talk because he's so happy thinking about it. (laughs) Steve Martin. He's so happy. (laughs) He pours them wine and then Kermit's like, oh, can you... Can you try, try it for us? For us. Yeah. And then he just drinks, dr- Steve Martin drinks it and spits it out. Yeah. And he's like, it's really good. And then Kermit and Miss Piggy just proceed They're to like, drink oh, okay. it. And they're mm-hmm. fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> Miss Piggy just downs that class. Yeah. <laughs> that little flute of wine, I guess. Yeah. It looked like champagne, though. It did. But it, but it, it was like champagne. I don't know. It was remember. like a, supposed to be a white wine. Yeah, that like really great like bit of he's like, you want to smell the bottle cap? <laughs> It was supposed, I think it was like a sparkling cider, actually, to be entirely honest. I think that's what it was. Probably. Because wine isn't capped. It isn't And you can't really show that to, you know. That's so true. You can't really show Well, they're smoking, right? Well well, okay, just like the idea of like 
drinking and smoking in like a children's movie. Yeah. But then again, it was a it was a seven. When was this movie made? Seventy nine. Seventy nine. You know, it's 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 like we're we're about to hit the eighties. Wild time. Yeah. Wild time. <laughs> Wild. Time. Okay, can I talk about like the eighties? Back in my day, <laughs> in the eighties, boy oh boy, we were just listening to Devo. Oh but okay, I really want to talk about the sort of like. Even with like its short runtime, what I find like crazy about this film is like it still manages to make like room and space and time for like really heartfelt moments. Yeah. Including like of course like you have Rainbow Connection, which like is like it's it's so leisurely. You don't you never really feel rushed unless like the movie's like we're like they're like, We're rushing, you yeah. know, like that kind of thing. Like even I, I just want to point out like the whole entire Joshua Tree. Ooh, um, I love that. That's my favorite part Magonzo? of the movie. Yeah. Or the part where he's talking to himself. Uh, the whole the, the thing. whole entire the whole entire sequence because the, the 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 their car breaks down, and Kermit's just really he's being himself up, and it's like the first time you see that little like mirrored Kermit meme, like come to life, <laughs> which is crazy, but, I, yeah I just, they really took time for like you know I want to go back there someday which is my first song from the movie. But then, like, just, like, the conversation afterwards is, like, you just have, like, a lot of, like, space where Kermit's just, like, walking. He's, like, I never promised anyone any of this. You know, like, I never, you know. And then, like, you know, they shouldn't have expected this. And then, like, and I just love one of my favorite shots is just, like, him, like, standing in the desert. And then, like, a shooting star flies yeah, by. Yeah, that's so good. Like, they didn't need to shoot that. But then, like, for some reason on this, like, this is, like, my fourth or fifth time viewing this film. I remember that scene like instinctually. Like I was like, there should be a scene, there should be a shot just like this of like Kermit like in the middle of the desert, and like, and like when I watched, it, I was like, wow, like they made even this like really somber moment like really memorable, as memorable as like any gag in the film, which mm-hmm. I thought was like really well done. Most memorable moment was that? Would that be yours? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Also, I just actually no. Let's do favorite Muppet at the, at the end. Okay. We'll, we'll close out the episode. Please, because okay. I already you already know my answer. It's so obvious, it's but very obvious like what each of our favorite Muppets are. <laughs> it but, is. Yeah. It is. Oh my gosh! It it really is. Um, uh, most iconic moment is where they pick up the script of the movie they oh, are yeah. in at the church, and then they redo the scene just overdubbed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's this incredible. With Dr. T's doing the voices. Yeah, he's doing the voices for them. Oh my gosh. That was it's incredible. And not only that, but they leave it there and it becomes a plot point to find them later. Yeah. yeah. While they're at Joshua Tree, which is just it's brilliant. It's brilliant. It's really well written. It's so well written. It's so well written. Like that's myth? a myth. That's something I love. Yeah. Like that's one of the main reasons I love this movie. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't take itself seriously in almost any way. Mm-hmm. Like the myth joke. Like the second the second time it comes up, it makes no sense in context. Yeah. But it's just it's it, pretty good. It works, and it maybe it breaks up the momentum. But you know, do you need that momentum? Is are we watching an action movie? No, we are. We're watching the Muppets. Yeah, we could take time to sit here and laugh. Yeah, that's the the one thing that I can appreciate about the Muppets and Scooby Doo Two Monsters Unleashed. I think they both uh, they don't take themselves seriously. Um. In a in a in a way that just makes it you know fun, fun for for most people who watch it. Thank I you for that. I yeah, you're with, welcome. I agree with half of that statement. Yeah, the monsters unleashed part, John. I know. 
yeah it's it's a, it's a really good movie it's a really good movie and it's sort of such a i don't know like how i got into the muppets like i think i i remember it was really funny so how i got into the muppets was the muppet movie featuring jason sequel was coming out uh-huh. and like i knew about the muppets like my entire life but i was i the reason why i watched that movie was actually because of jermaine clement uh, uh no no not jermaine brett from uh fly of the concords who wrote all the music for the for it and oh. i was like i was i was really into fly fly of the concords at that time and i was like oh, he's doing the music it's gonna be so good and i saw that movie and i was like man this movie's really great it's really funny i think it's really funny i i haven't seen it in a while so i don't know if it holds up but then like <laughs> that got me onto this like crazy muppet renaissance of like renaissance. yeah where it's just like <laughs> Where I was just like watching, I, 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 I sought out like this film and then I had like a time where I was just like watching Jim Henson's funeral in full oh, and then wow. just like all the saddest like Muppet scenes and I was just, <laughs> I sometimes have bouts of doing this where I'm like, John has to go away for a bit and it's just me going to my bed and watching sad movie scenes so I can feel something. Um, you want, do you want, you want to talk about this? <laughs> Like I say, like I said before, I talked to the big man up there, and you know what? Silence is a perfect answer. <laughs> oh, man. This is fucked up. <laughs> but I, I legitimately did this, where I was just like, I just want to like. <laughs> I guess we're getting into this. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Go for it. Just I just dive in. Go. Sometimes I'm just like, I just want to feel sad. <laughs> like feeling sad is better than feeling nothing at all. I completely agree. Yeah. I think that's the most potent thing said on this podcast. But yeah, I mean, but going back to Jim Henson's funeral, as morbid as it is, like, it is so, like, beautifully done. And it, like, made me feel more and more, like, how precious, like, all the stuff that he did make during his time of the Muppets, like, how really wonderful and special that was. And, like, the world I was entering at that time of, like, oh, my God, look at, you know them doing this cover of like this um you got the lime and the coconut the harry nelson song and like all these like bits manamana is like amazing (coughs) which one the the kermit one that aaron loves to show me of the oh talking heads yeah Yeah, once in a lifetime (laughs) incredible (laughs) and it's just he was just he was such a special mind and yeah it was just like watching all that was like super super like formative i think in some kind of way of like it was never a part of my childhood, but it formed a part of like my adulthood, which is wild. Yeah. I got nothing to follow that. Aaron, why do you like the Muppets so much? Oh, I like the Muppets. I have a very similar story as to how I started, how I got into the Muppets. Um, when I was a kid, my we went to Disney Disneyland a lot, and at California Adventure they had a Muppet show. Mm-hmm. It was just a three D effect show oh yeah and it was silly and dumb but like i always liked it we would all we would watch it every time we went and i always enjoyed it um and then it closed so then now like it's not there and it sucks because i wish i it was there but it's still walt disney world blah 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 and then but i was never really into into the muppets and then just last year sometime john was like hey let's watch the muppet movie and we just watched it in my living room just the three of us and then like i fell in love like it was so all over again all over again it was so magical it was 
like everything I've been saying, it's just, it's just, it's everything that I, it's, it's perfect. It's everything that I am, everything that I want to be. What specific things like really like hit you, I guess, like in the movie? Like I love, like right from the beginning, Rainbow yeah. Connection is all about like chasing dreams. Yeah. And like there's naysayers, people who say like this is never going to happen, mm-hmm. stuff like that. But you know, the lovers, the dreamers and me we're all gonna we're gonna find it one day uh-huh um and then so kermy 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 kermy's just chasing his dream the entire movie and then i love the joshua tree sequence because kermit's just he's so down because he's like i'm letting these it's people so real down. Yeah. yeah and you know he didn't really ask to be the leader he just he was he just sort of got these people together and now he just feels the responsibility for making sure they get to the end and when he feels like they aren't going to it's just he's he's beating himself up over it and like that's something that can like i relate to like it's just like i get it's like kermit's talking to me like it's like it's like the it's (laughs) it was (laughs) it's like the scene of like the two Kermits, like, and then the one Kermit song to the other Kermit. Yeah. But you're the Kermit that's I'm walking. One Kermits, you're one yeah. of the Kermits, and the and the Kermit Kermit is one of the other Kermits. Yeah. And it's Kermit and Aaron and Kermit. Yeah. <laughs> you can call you can call you can call that a Kermit moment. That was really bad. <laughs> so that's why I love this movie. Yeah. And that's why I love, I love the Muppets in general, just because they can do almost anything like they're yeah like we we know how much i love cartoons and stuff and like live action oh. and the Muppets are just, tell us how much you love cartoons i love cartoons okay you heard it here um, first folks and the muppets are just a blend of cartoons and live action and they could just do a bunch of fun stuff Aaron has a very very special connection to those things that are like in between live action and animation yeah, exactly. um muppets <laughs> Uh, the Looney Tunes during Space Jam. Um, what are your thoughts on um, Looney Tunes back in action? I haven't seen it since it came out. Wow. Okay. That's a while. But yeah, that trip. that's something I can't really explain. I don't know why I'm so into it. It's a very specific taste. It is a very specific taste, but it's something that I've, I love and I adore. Um, but yeah, that's why I love the Muppets. That's why I love this movie. That's that's wonderful. That's that's wonderful. Yeah, that's nice. Give me a recap. Uh, what's our favorite like Muppet songs from this movie? Anyone? Rainbow Connection. Rainbow Connection. I'm gonna go back there one day. Uh, mine is the last one. It's basically the end of Rainbow Connection, but like it starts off with just Kermit. Oh yeah, that one is called the uh, the Magic Store. Magic Store. Yeah, incredible. I thought that was great. Um and and yeah, I'm the I'm the guy I'm the guy in the room that's like I appreciate the Muppet movie. I don't think it's like the one of the, like the best or anything. But I mean like it's good. I have a good time with it. I think it's I think it's fun. <laughs> I think the more invested in the Muppet the Muppets themselves, the more like you'll love the Muppet movie. But I do think it has its own, like, merits, but also its own, like, little pitfalls. It sort of slows down in, like, the middle of the second act with, like, the fair and everything. Yeah. But it's still really well done. Yeah. 
Do we like, give a... F- huh? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Say your thing. I was going to say, like, if you if you love the Muppets already, you're going to love this movie. But if you're not... Don't have an attachment to them. Watch it anyway. Yeah, watch it anyway. Like Jared said, it's fun. It's fun. And that's all you can really ask. Yeah, for those... Exactly. For those people who are like, I've never seen a Muppet movie. I, I heard about the Jason Siegel one, and I was like, oh, yeah, it's just the Muppets. They've been here forever. I thought it was like just Sesame Street, which partially they are. Um... It's got humor and jokes for everybody, and it's got just an unflinching optimism, which you can just, which is just ridiculous. New sincerity. That's what we need in this day no, and age. No, we're oh. not going to get into that. Let's go on to the, the last yeah, one. We need, the sincer- we need to have you talk about new sincerity while reviewing like this Chewbacca toy for Aaron's <laughs> Toy Talk. Toy Talk, yes. Yeah. Okay. You know that got approved by iTunes? iTunes was like, yeah, this is considered a podcast. <laughs> Anyways, let's give the Muppet movie and Coca-Cola classic our fizziness ratings, starting with... Let's, you want to go last, Aaron, or do you want to go first? I'll go first. Sure. Uh, Coca-Cola, fizziness rating, 100. Of course. Of course. Anybody see that one coming? Nope. Nope. <laughs> the Muppet movie. Also. Fizziness rating, 99. Wow. Where'd that one point go? The one point... Just because I feel like Miss Piggy's performance. No, the beginning. <laughs> the beginning, slightly slow, mm. for me personally. You know that's fair. Like yeah, when sure. he goes into El Slizo, right before he meets Fozzie, and then right after he meets Fozzie. Ah, uh, true. Yeah. All right, Jared. Um, so the Coca Cola original taste, original flavor. I'm gonna give it a ninety. The movie, also a ninety. <laughs> they're both. They're there. They're good. They're great. They're American institutions. <laughs> they are. Okay. Mm-hmm. Americana. Americana. Yikes. All right. It's Coca-Cola. If this doesn't get 100 in my book, I don't know what does. I'll be honest. RC-Cola? What is Fuck. <laughs> the thing is, everything comes from Coca-Cola. Like, you can't just yeah, scrutinize Pepsi. The, the monomyth. <laughs> <laughs> cocaine this all comes from coca-cola i, I just think coca-cola is it's an institution sports santa claus yeah literally everything guys. and just the thought of coca-cola is very stimulating like like the, the thought of the institution of coca-cola just makes makes up for anything what about the thought of the muppets tell us about that the muppets gets a 95 nice because i think it's a it's like a soda that you like shake up and like let out and it's like really really fun and like only when it's over are you like oh <laughs> like uh, i want to you know it's it's really quick and it's really like bombastic and i would say it, i you won't feel sticky after watching it <laughs> i was gonna try to make I was, I was i was trying to make a better metaphor of like you no, shake like it up this. and then and you you're like ah, you know everybody it's, in the room and everybody's just happy and sticky and covered in coke. <laughs> yeah, and but you know you're happy afterwards instead of being instead disgusted being by all this sticky <laughs> yeah. liquid. That's pretty. Yeah, yeah, yeah I agree. Yeah, with yeah. That. All right, I have a little thing. Let's say our favorite Muppets, okay. and then and then do your best impression of them. Sure, and also give each other who who would we be in the Muppet universe? Okay, I think they're the same. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think so. Possibly. Okay. All right. all right, all right, here we go. My favorite Muppet is 
Ralph the dog. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hey, it's Ralph the dog. <laughs> Woman. No, that, <laughs> That's all I can that, say. That was so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was good. Jared? <laughs> You're so good at this. You're so good at this. Mine is Fozzie Bear. <laughs> love Fozzie Bear. Fozzie. He does, um, what's the deal with it? Oh, man, I oh. can't do it. Um, oh. I just like, it's just, I know, that was bad. Um, <laughs> it's the... Waka waka. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I love I love Fozzie Bear. <laughs> I love how he plays a straight man some, in some scenes where he's yeah. like he's like, "Okay." He just he just moves the plot along. He's one of those characters. Or he's like Gonzo comes and he's like, "We got a weirdo." <laughs> yeah, that's good too. Yeah. That's yeah, he's so funny. I love Fozzie. All right. <laughs> Aaron, your favorite Muppet? Kermit the Frog. Uh, of course. Um, Best I impression? A, I want a, huh? Impression? Oh, impression. Um, Kermit the Frog. Kermit here. the Frog here. I, uh, I like to play the banjo. Oh yeah, All right. Great impression. Yeah, the soul um, of Kermit went right into your throat. Yeah, it did. I wanna, we like that. I want to just visit some really good jokes we heard in this movie. Uh-huh. Like the Fozzie saying we picked up a weirdo. Yeah. Like that's so good. Yeah. Um also honorable mention, shout out to the one where Gonzo's like Gonzo's plumbing truck ends up upside down and on top <laughs> of the what is Fozzie drive again? A Studebaker. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> that the so the the fact that he drives that. Yeah. Why are you guys saying Studebaker? Studebaker. How does he say it in the movie? There's nothing like a bear in his natural habitat. A Studebaker. Yeah. yeah. I remember her saying Studebaker, but I don't know. Uh, My Fozzie impression just went down. <laughs> it was still good. It, it was, was good, good, yeah. It was pretty good. But my favorite like short gag was when Dr. T's band paints the the Studebaker. <laughs> this is such a good one. And then Fozzie's like, I don't know how to thank you. And then Kermit's like, I don't know why to thank you. <laughs> yeah, that's a pretty good joke. I'm not gonna lie. There's some stupid that's jokes. So, in it's it. such a throwaway, but it's so good. The the some one of the the biggest things I appreciate is like there isn't a moment unless it's musical where there isn't a character of the Muppets speaking when they're in the car together, they're just talking over each other. Yeah. And they're like, Oh, you should park over here. Fozzie. Oh, he's like, Oh, 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 stop the car. Fozzie He's like, Oh, okay, sir. Let me slow down a little bit. Oh, wait, well, you want me to keep on moving or do you yeah. want like, it's like, and they just keep going. And it's like the shots, not even on them. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just hear them talking. And I thought that's so, that's just so nice to cap this fork in the road. Oh, that one's really good. Yeah, the giant fork. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. We're out of time for this episode. But um Joe just telling you this on air. Everything's out on air right now. We're all hearing it all out. It's all out. But if we had to um give each other like little Muppets, like who we think each other are as Muppets, I'm just gonna say Jared's definitely Sam the Eagle. What? (laughs) One hundred percent totally agreed. Yeah. No. And um, who's the little frog? Robin. Yeah, Aaron's Robin. Aaron's okay. Robin. Yeah, Aaron's definitely Robin. I have the purity of Kermit, but not the strength. The, alright. <laughs> Who am I? 
you go yeah you're definitely ralph <laughs> you're still yeah, ralph you're ralph <laughs> there's ralph. no way you're not but like i see you as gonzo i see you as kermit wow i see you as all of them i think Compliments. you really encapsulate the muppets you are the Muppets. Oh, thank you, Aaron. Except for Miss Piggy. That means a lot. Oh, that means a lot. I think I'm Miss Piggy most of the time. So okay. In my head, at least. Okay. Nah, bro. Nah. I'm like, Jerry. <laughs> All right. He got me there. I cannot. I cannot deny that. He, that that was spot on. Yeah. That was the best Miss Piggy impression. You know, I love how like Miss Piggy gets everyone angry, but it's just like a testament to like, yeah, this pig makes me angry, and you're like, this is just a guy controlling this like pig like puppet <laughs> and everyone's just like so angry at it and you're like wow it's so good like yeah. frank oz is so good at this character <laughs> all right guys thank you for joining us for the soda society podcast check us out next week remember you can watch the movies at home and then send in your thoughts to us at the on our fizz feed and email us um next week's movie is going to be labyrinth with david bowie We'll see you then. Soda Society is produced by John Pacific and Friends for Friends Media. Our intro and outro music is by the Blue Dot Sessions. Our theme song is Summer by Anonymous420. Big thank you to Thomas Miller for being our first FizzFeed friend. If you have a thought or hot take about the movie we'll be watching, send your message to fizzfeedsoda at gmail.com. This is with two Z's, please.